Mr. Taliban turn over Bin Laden. Colin Powell gonna bomb his home. Come, Mr. Taliban, turn over Bin Laden. Payback come and we drop the bomb. Lift one bomb, two bomb, hit the floor. We are back and you're listening to The Critical Hour on Radio Sputnik. I'm Wilmer Leon, joined here by my co-host Garland Nixon. Thank you, Wilmer. It's being reported Israel prepares for Hezbollah dirty bomb strike. Israeli security forces stage secretive radiological weapon drill with a likely eye on Iran and its proxy militant groups. For insight into this, we turn to our next guest. He's the co-host of The Left is Dead. You can go to leftisdead.com. James Carey, as always, James, welcome back. Always good to be here. So this month, Israel carried out a secret radiological or dirty weapon drill in Jerusalem run by the defense ministry and police. The fact that the drill has taken place now indicates that Israeli authorities believe there is an imminent threat that a dirty radiological bomb could be smuggled into the country. It's highly probable that Israeli security authorities and intelligence think the source of a radiological weapon would be Iran. James, if this isn't self-serving rhetorical circular argument BS, I mean, first of all, they carried out a secret. They, They carried out a secret attack. Well, it obviously wasn't that secret. So they somebody leaked it so we would know. So the fact that the drill has taken place now indicates that Israeli authorities believe that there is an imminent threat. No, that that's not necessarily the conclusion one can draw from this. And highly probable that Israeli security authorities and intelligence think the source would be Iran. Why? Show me some evidence here. This sounds like false flag propaganda, James Carey. Yeah, it sure sounds like, you know, the red line on chemical weapons or something like that. Um, I I think their best evidence is like, well, if Iran, you know, they're enriching uranium, so what are they going to do with the waste, right? They'll just be sitting on a stockpile of waste, so they'll have to do something with it. And obviously, they're going to make a dirty bomb and send it into Israel. That is absolutely ridiculous. It's, it's insane thinking because as Iran is getting ready to return to the negotiating table, the only one who seeks to sabotage that is Israel. And it seems like Israel is looking for some excuse besides just PR, maybe some excuse they make or maybe something does happen. You know, Iran probably won't be behind it, but they're definitely looking to uh, sabotage the upcoming talks between uh, the JCPOA countries. But it seems pointless, too, because nobody's made a move on the JCPOA. So Israel apparently just won't be satisfied until something is blamed on Iran worthy enough of, I don't know, infecting their whole power grid with a virus or getting the U.S. to bomb something there finally. What also gets ignored here is the fatwa that was issued by Ayatollah Khomeini stating that nuclear weapons are against the Quran. And we were just talking in another segment, James, about the fact that this is a theocratic government. So the fatwa issued by the Ayatollah 
carries an incredible amount of weight that a lot of folks in other countries that don't have similar types of theocratic governments would not appreciate and understand. Right. Yeah. After all, he is the supreme leader, right? I mean, he <laughs> comes in at the top. So I, and the thing is, it's just ridiculous to think that Iran has this aggressive posture right now after they've spent the last 10, 15 years trying to re-enter. I mean, really, since the war on terror, they tried to re-enter the global system, and then they got put in the axis of the evil and had to start back again 10 years later, you know? You know, James, and here's the part. You know, let's say the quiet part out loud. As another article says that visiting IDF exercise, Vinnie Gantz says Israel ready to act against Iran. And he's like, the world has to act against Iran. We're ready to act against Iran. Everyone knows good and well that Iran is far too powerful for Israel to militarily act against, that they don't. That's a fight they don't want. But what they do want is to fight to the last American dead soldier. So they want America to come in and go to war with Iran, which, of course, would wipe out the all of the most of the economies in the world because of how much it would disrupt. If, if you think one hundred dollars a gallon for gas is good, then you might want that war. If you don't, you probably don't. But the reality is. You know, the quiet part is everyone knows that they want the U.S. to fight the war, but everyone also knows that a war like that would wipe out all of our economies. It's it's actual, it's just madness to have that discussion. But wait, but you're leaving out one other, one other element, and that is the United States wants Israel to champion that rhetoric so that the United States can continue to have rationales for the $770 billion dollar. National Good Defense point. Authorization Act. <laughs> so there are there are at least two countries that want the boogeyman in that closet, and it's the United States and Israel. Go ahead, James. Yeah, we definitely the U.S. definitely feeds off them being an excuse. To, you know, this threat in a region that somehow we got involved in. Nobody's, you know, we just ended up there, and then now we have to protect it, right? So we need all of this defense spending because we're in the Middle East, so we might as well keep it safe. But Israel, yes, I agree with you, Garland. Israel wants us to go to war. That was part of um, Trump's plan with these accords between Israel and the Arab countries. They thought they'd put together maybe a coalition to do it without us. But at the end of the day, that's never going to happen. We are essential to this plan that Israel has, this aim Israel has. Um, They clearly want, they know they can't do it. I'm sorry, but they're never going to get the Gulf states to sign on to anything like that because the Gulf states can't even win a war in Yemen. They're not going to go to Iran with Israel. So especially with Syria, how it is with Hezbollah as strong as they are and everything like that, it makes good for both sides. The U.S. will always say, you know, there's a terror threat or whatever. Clearly, that's never going away. No matter how much people say we're pivoting to China or anything like that, you know, after Afghanistan and everything, we got the threats of ISIS-K and all of this. So there will always be this uh, terror threat from the Middle East that we will need to, well, waste money fighting against, even though it doesn't exist. And Israel will always be there trying to get us to go to war. So we kind of feed into each other's, uh, it's a toxic relationship, I guess. We've been referencing an article that's in Asia Times, and there's a piece here that I'd like for you to comment on whether a new agreement can be reached as far from certain. They're talking about the JCPOA. 
But the U.S. has been luring the Iranians with lots of incentives, such as removing U.S. air defenses from the Middle East and taking a passive approach to Iranian threats to U.S. Navy operations in the Persian Gulf. A radiological weapon gives the Iranians a way to destabilize Israel. Moreover, putting a radiological weapon in terrorist hands gives Iran some form of plausible deniability. There's so much, again, rhetoric and just unfounded foolishness. Go ahead, James Carey. Yeah, yeah. Okay, one, we're not going to move anything. But two, why would Iran suddenly be preparing to dirty bomb Jerusalem if we're offering them sanctions, you know, these reliefs, and we've never offered them much since Biden became president, but if we're finally offering them something to come to the table, why now are they suddenly, is Israel suddenly concerned with a dirty bomb attack? And, you know, we've spoken about this in the past. Iran and the Iranian people have an overwhelming tendency towards wanting diplomacy. There's no reason, especially as diplomacy is progressing, to think that they are suddenly going to destabilize the Middle East by, you know, setting off a bunch of radiological dirty bombs in Jerusalem and Tel Aviv. And I don't understand, you know, it's Israel. It's Israel trying to stop this, obviously. Let me ask you this. How, How much of this is projection? How much of this is Israel projecting to the media what Israel would do well, if they had the option. Let me Let me give you an example. Right now, 1239 today, CNN put out a new article, and it's scary. U.S. warns that Iranian government-sponsored hackers are targeting key U.S. infrastructure. And that's according to an advisory from the FBI, U.S. Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, Australian Cybersecurity Center, and the U.K.'s National Cybersecurity Center. Wouldn't you know, the five eyes all got together and said, you guys aren't going to believe this. They're attacking us. Now, you can't see it. You average people out there can't see it. But you have to trust us in the intelligence community because the attacks that come in now, we're the only ones that can pick those up. And you guys got to trust us that they're there. James, I don't trust them. Well, you know, that's, it's funny. I, I thought our infrastructure system was perfect, so any flaw in it must be from Iran, right? <laughs> the Build Back Better bill. Um, <laughs> no. The idea that, yeah, any, like, now you can attribute, like, your internet being out to, like, an Iranian cyber attack is ridiculous. And, yeah, again, it's something you can't see. It's always something we can't see. It's like the color code that W had of, like, the terror threat today, you know? It's always something nebulous. As far as Israel projecting, I absolutely agree with that. Um, one thing I always talk about here with the United States, the way we have alien invasion movies, it's the only thing we can think of that is coming to dominate us because we go around the world dominating people, and we are the superpower. Israel looks to dominate more and more land in the Middle East, while Iran looks to re-enter the global system after 50 years. So I do, yeah, absolutely, Israel is projecting. They want this war with Iran. They want war with everyone. They want to be left in peace to, you know, ethnically cleanse the Palestinians. And they can't think that anybody would have any other intent than the one they do. You know, they're they're like us. They are like us. They're a little brother. Um, They see things the same way. We have bad intentions going abroad. So therefore, the people we are targeting must also have bad intentions. 
also, they know if they go to war, it ain't going to be pretty for their country. You know, they're going to take missile hits. They're going to lose a lot of people. I mean, they couldn't beat 3,000 Hezbollah fighters, and, and, and they're having, you know, their allies are losing to, to Yemen. It, it wouldn't be pretty. They'd take a beating. I think, like, this— um, the idea of a dirty bomb is to scare the bejesus out of their out, out of their. This is for internal, just to scare their people enough so that they'll okay them doing something really stupid. Minute and a half. Yeah, possibly. I, you know, if something happens, or say there's an infrastructure problem in Israel, that can be blamed in Iran, and Israel constantly does things like oh, assassinate a nuclear scientist, uh, insert a virus into the power grid in Iran. And they'll say it's retaliation for something nobody ever saw happen. You know, it's like a football player or like a soccer player falling over and everyone Mm -hmm. arguing about, you know, nobody touched him. Right. This is Israel's main. This is what they do all the time. There's constant attacks in Iran. But imagine Iran, you know, murdering an Israeli scientist. That just wouldn't happen. And it would be a war. We'd go to war for that. Probably that's good enough. A dirty bomb we'd definitely go for. But, yeah, there's no way that. Yeah. there's no intention by Iran to do any of these things. And Israel is clearly just really trying to um, hype up more of the anger internally and also to just try and sabotage any efforts the international community makes to try to reach out to Iran. James Carey, as always, thank you so much for your time. We greatly appreciate that analysis and we look forward to having you back. Great. Thank you. Folks, you're listening to The Critical Hour on Radio Sputnik. I'm Wilmer Leon, joined here by my co-host Garland Nixon. And there's more on the other side. Stay tuned. 